What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and folks and welcome back to what if world the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories i'm mr eric your host and today i got a big shout out for a girl named echo okay fred let's get the shout outs right at the top thank you echo oh and also for brothers cooper and twistin and their cats midnight and alex Thank you, Cooper, Tristan, and your kitty cats. And finally, I've got a shout-out to give to Evelyn. Oh, hi, JF Cat. She likes how I try to help the world, and that I'm different from the other characters. Oh, that's a very sweet thing to say. I agree, Fred. Evelyn, Tristan, Cooper, and Echo. Thanks for listening, and now it's time for us to meet our guest. And his name is... Mick Sullivan. <laughs> I, I love making people introduce themselves. They <laughs> Hello, I'm Mick Sullivan. <laughs> Mick Sullivan is the host of The Past and the Curious. I really love his show. Uh, he's going to talk about his show later and also a, a book. A book. A book. A book. Oh, man. I'm very excited. A I'm book, very excited book. to hear about the book. Um... And we actually, I think we should get right into the questions first, though. Okay, let's do it. All right, our first question today is from a young lady named Ayla. My name is Ayla, and I'm seven years old, and I like animals. And my what if question is, what if trains were made out of ice cream in the summer? All right. Thank you, Ayla. And also thank you to your sibling, Dane, who has submitted many great questions as well. So that was, what if trains were made out of ice cream in the summer? Ice cream trains. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes indeed. That sounds delicious. Sign me up. And now Mick's book is called The Meat Shower. Uh, and so I really wanted to try to find a question that incorporated meat. Uh, so let's hear from William. Well, my... Name is Williams, and my favorite things are trains. And my what if question is what if eagles wear glasses and eagles eat too much meat and soon they couldn't, and, and soon they eat too much meat and soon there was not enough meat for they could eat? Oh, William, that was a really cool question. I've often wondered that myself, Mr. Eric. What if eagles ate all the meat? Yeah, and then there was not enough for them to eat. I can't wait to get to the bottom of this. I know, and all sorts of other animals need meat too, all the carnivores. So we're going to find out what if eagles wear glasses and eat too much meat and soon there was not enough meat they could eat, and what if trains were made out of ice cream in the summer. All aboard the ice cream train. Yes, indeed, what if world's first incredible transpolar train is set to leave the station? but not without its conductor, a man by the name of Weagle. And of course, that's short for what? William Eagle. Oh, William. You, you see, I like to take words and put them together 
it's called a portmanteau, uh, but if I was going to make it out of my name, it would be a portmanteagle, okay? Well, Weagle, the portmanteagle, is a rare bespectacled eagle. Uh, bespectacled, please? Uh, Oh, excuse me. Weagle, the bespectacled. Thank you. Was telling his friend, a llama news a little bit about his ice cream train. Now you see, this train is made entirely out of ice cream. Ah. Stem to stern, top to bottom. And all of my Eganeers, those are, I guess you'd call them engineers, but they're my Eganeers. Mm. Uh, we have made this train to take cold meat to all of the starving carnivores across What If World. Wow. Polar bears to the south. Polar penguins, all of them will have delicious meat delivered right to their doorsteps, even in the hot summer months. Really, I'm very excited to be joining you on the maiden voyage of the ice cream train. I'm glad you're here. Although, is it called ice cream train or, or is it... Is it a... uh, ice kriegle, treagle. Uh, I've just got a few questions for the what if report. Yes, that is report with a W. Uh, Fred the dog came up with the name. That's like a portmanteagle. A little, uh, sure. <laughs> First and foremost, I think the most important question on everyone's mind, can we lick your train? I know it's tempting. I know it's ice cream. It's ice cream. And I'm a llama. Oh, oh yeah. You guys, you just lick all the time, don't That's you? That's what I do, a yes. whole flock of llamas. Oh, I'm glad there's just one of you. Besides, if you were an eagle like me, you would think that ice cream was disgusting to eat. But here's the thing. It's that ice creamy goodness that makes the train glide on the track. Uh, It's friction-free ice cream, and I can't have you licking it. We won't get the meat where it needs to go. I fully understand, and I will do my very best to not lick this absolutely delicious-looking train. (laughs) Um, okay, you... Did you notice that the front is, uh, chocolate, and then the middle car is strawberry? What's your favorite flavor of, uh, ice cream? Well, I kind of... I know it's boring, but I kind of like the vanilla at the end. The... That's the caboose. Yeah, that's the that's the, the caboose. vanilla caboose vanilla. is really tempting, I must say. Oh boy. Um, okay, we can't lick the train, but let's just find out why the summertime. You know, it seems like a weird time for the maiden voyage of an ice cream train. Hunger does not go on vacation. Oh, I see. Yeah. Also, we we've been running behind schedule. We're actually a few months behind. Uh, so we just we don't have any choice really. We have animals to feed. Then I suppose there's really only one more question. Um, no, no. I, listen, we, the, we are running late. I, uh, maybe we can talk about it while we're moving, but we have to get going. Okay, okay, let's go. And the ice cream train or ice kriegel treagle ice cream took off down the tracks. And yes, indeed, just as Weagle had said, those ice cream wheels had it gliding gently and quickly all the way down toward the extra cold South Pole to feed the South Pole penguins. Ha <laughs> ha, you see, smooth as silk. What a ride. What a ride, huh? What do you think about that? Wow, I, I am very impressed. I did not think that your Eganeers egen- ear- could possibly make a train this fast. We're already in the South Pole. I have hired the greatest Eganeers in all of the land. And yes, you're right. Over there, there's a whole flock of penguins. <laughs> They do look hungry, don't they? Oh, they look very hungry. Let's let's get them some frozen meat. And so the Eganeers, Weagle, and even a Llama Onus helped unload lots of frozen fish for all the penguins to eat. 
Fish for you and fish for you. This one might taste like strawberry ice cream. I don't know. Who wants chocolate fish? And just as all the penguins were finished stuffing themselves entirely full of fish right up to the craw, a crack sounded over the radio. It's the Ray Deagle. A crack sounded over the Ray Deagle. Hello, conductor. Where's the conductor? Here I am, here I am. Just feeding penguins fish. We've got terrible news. The polar bears in the North Pole are extremely hungry, and you're several months behind schedule. Crikey! I guess we need to get going. Pack up the train! And all the engineers packed it up as fast as they could, and... Ice cream! The ice cream train shot up north as fast as it could possibly move, but... It wasn't moving fast enough. Oh, this is very peculiar. My Kriegel Weagles, the creamy wheels that are friction-free. Yes, yes, Kriegel Weagles. Yes, understood. Yes, Kriegel Weagles, patent pending. They are not doing their job. What? I don't know. We better get out and take a closer look. Okay. I, I know you're a reporter, but we're stuck down here in the South Pole. It's all hands on deck. I've got a very long neck. I think it can crane over and, and maybe get a good... Oh, no, that it's too cold in the South Pole. I guess the South Pole must be colder than the North Pole, so the ice cream wheels have, have locked up. They've frozen? They've frozen solid. Oh, no. Oh, hey, you. You're a llama. Uh, yes? You have a pretty amazing tongue, don't you? I do, I do, but I can't lick this train. It's, it's too important. Look. We've given away some of the meat, right? Yes. The penguins have eaten some of the fish. Yes. Let's take the rest, pile it into the into one car. So we'll leave the vanilla car here. Okay. But you've got to get it undone. You've got to uncouple the vanilla car. Can you get that out? With pleasure. I mean, yes, yes. I will solemnly do my... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. My, my duty. Don't give yourself a stomach. All right, all right. I'll, I'll just eat the rail coupling. That that should be enough so that I don't get a tummy ache. Uh, hopefully that will be enough. And as soon as she'd eaten that railway coupling off and the vanilla train had separated from the pack... I'll miss you, vanilla train car! See ya, Wiggle. We like it in the South Pole anyway. We like it down here. Maybe the penguins will eat you... And the ice kriegel weagle shot off, finally starting to move. I don't know, it's, it, it feels like we're still not going very fast, Weagle. We have a long way to go. The South Pole and the North Pole are really far apart. Yeah, they're like as far apart as possible. Uh, yeah, and we can't go through the Earth. This is not a submarine, this is a train. So, I guess we have to shed more weight. We can't stoke the fires because, you know, ice cream train. Well, um... Can your engineers, engineers, can can they help? Uh, well, make the train lighter. Yeah, yeah, we can. Egoneers, it is now your duty. We have polar bears to feed. And a convocation of eagles flew off of the front train and went to work. But Weagle and Elama weren't watching too closely. They were just focused on getting the train moving as fast as they could forward. They weren't looking backward to where those busy eagles were making the train lighter by. Eagles? You're not supposed to eat the food! That's for the polar bears! But we're making it lighter. That's what you said. A lighter train. It's so much lighter now. 
and indeed the train was picking up faster and faster and faster, and the back train was completely empty of meat now. I, I might as well just go ahead and lick off this railroad coupling, D- don't you think, Weagle? I-, I don't see what harm it could do at this point. Goodbye, strawberry train. I miss you. It's so sunny in this field. Ah. All of my meat for the polar bears. What will I do? And so they pulled into the North Pole right on schedule. Well, a few months behind. Well, looks like we've made it. But I don't know what to do about the food. These polar bears are going to be disappointed. I I also noticed that it's kind of a bunch of ice flows out here. Even if we had meat, there's there's no way a train can swim, right? Look at those polar bears. They're so far away on cracked Uh, up ice. I see what you mean. The train tracks don't go there. Hmm. Oh, they see us. Oh. (laughs) Can't turn around now. (laughs) Hi, polar bears. Quick, we better think of something very fast. Hey, Uh, hey, I thought you was bringing the meat. What gives? Oh, hey, hey, polar bear. Uh, We'll be be with you in a moment. Just uh, hold. It doesn't look like you got a single scrap of meat over there. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What, are you going to bring the size of an eagle's hole? I have this chocolate train car, and I have a... Oh, boy. Don't worry, Llama, I'm not going to feed you to the polar bears. Um, what, what? 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 Was that even on the table? Hang on. I know I'm meat, but... Everything's an option right now. Um, all right, I got it. I got it. I got it. Go with me on this. I'm all ears. Well, I'm mostly neck, but there's... Mostly neck. And some tongue. Some tongue, too. Uh, how many eagles do we have here? Let's count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, and Roughly a dozen eagles, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, you guys still have full bellies of all that, that meat? Oh, it's so full. These bellies are really full of meat. Oh, too much. I'm glad you enjoyed that, but it was not yours to eat. So here's what we're going to do. Have you ever seen a baby eagle get fed? Surely when your mom, think back, when your mom fed you as a baby, Uh, what did she do? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait a second. You mean how she would chew up the meat and then, uh, oh. Yeah, she'd she'd spit it out, right? Oh, I I don't think I can listen to the rest of this conversation. But if we get near those polar bears, aren't they going to eat us Eganeers? You seem to forget that you have the gift of flight. Um, so here's what we're gonna do, okay? <laughs> this is gross. And as Weagle explained his plan, Elama Onuz's face got greener and greener. Oh, oh. I know it's gross, but it's the only way. Look, we're feeding the polar bears. It's just what they wanted. And the eagles flew up into the clouds high above where any polar bear could reach and started (laughs) 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 coughing up their breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Meat was showering over all of the polar bears in the entire North Pole. If it makes you guys feel any better... We still have this chocolate train you can eat when you're done. Yeah, yeah, we might need that for dessert. Oh, there's so much meat falling from the sky. It's a meat rickle. I think you mean a mere eagle. The end. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Uh. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Uh, the reason why I love it is that it that's actually inspired by Mick Sullivan's book. I don't want to spoil anything. Well, there's nothing really to spoil because it's based on a true life event. So I'm okay telling everything in the book. 
you can look it up. It's a historical event, okay? That's great. Yeah. It's a children's book, and it's also actual history. And that's part of the reason I love The Past and the Curious, too. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a history show for kids. If you haven't checked it out, you really, really should. I've listened to every episode. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to do. And the book uh, is about an event that happened in 1876 called The Meat Shower. And it happened not far from myself as the eagle flies, I guess, uh, in a place called Bath County, Kentucky. Olympia Springs is the town. And um, there was this farm in the middle of nowhere. And just all of a sudden, meat started falling out of the sky. Like, no joke. And, like, it was in New York Times. It was in all sorts of these publications. (laughs) Scientific American wrote an article about it. It was amazing. And still to this day, no one has figured out what it was. Like they took specimens and the samples have since deteriorated. So you can't really like tell what it is, you know? So there's one piece of meat left. It's in a jar at a university in Lexington, Kentucky. And he is the narrator of the story because just like you or I don't know the answer to the question of where this meat came from, he doesn't either. And he deserves to know because it's him. It's him. It's got this like old man t- telling a tall tale vibe, uh, with but it's just this like gross piece of meat in a jar. I just, I love the book so much. I was I was lucky enough I got to read it in advance of this and see all the love, uh, just the great illustrations. So yeah, I'm really I'm really excited to to get my copy of the Meat Shower. It will be available through the publisher's website, which is Early Works Press. So that's EarlyWorksPress.com. We're big indie people, so we want them to have have it before it goes to Amazon, so that you know support indie. Yeah. Sometime in the summer of 2019, it will be available through Amazon as well. Um, and we'll also have links on my website for the podcast, which is thepastandthecurious.com. And Mick. Thank you. It's always so fast and easy to tell a story with a friend. And we get like so many laughs. It's a blast. It's a blast. I I love it. Thank you for having me back. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Hope you didn't get grossed out. Uh, (laughs) But if you want to know, my book does have a two-page spread of a whole bunch of birds uh, barfing. Okay? (laughs) So you're going to see that. It's a cartoon drawing. That's one of the theories. So that's why we used it for our what-if story. Exactly. Mick, I'll I'll let you get back to your new baby and and your boy. Thank you. I hope you have a a great day, and and thanks for coming on my show. Thanks, Eric. You too. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right, Ayla and William, I hope you enjoyed your story. Folks at home, if you'd like a shout-out on the show, a better chance of having your question answered, and access to tons of other cool prizes, including ad-free episodes, check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. And I'll leave some info for Mick Sullivan's book, The Meat Shower, and for his awesome history podcast, The Past and the Curious, in the show notes. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, Don Diego and Emily Burrell, the kind of friends that become family, and all you kids at home who know that a healthy habit requires moderation, meaning please don't eat the whole ice cream train. Until we meet again, keep wondering. 